Well, <clears throat> good morning, or should I say good afternoon. It's a wonderful bloody Friday afternoon here in Auckland, New Zealand. And it's one of those days where, woohoo, it's so friggin' great to just be um, doing your thing. As, I, as I'm going down the road here, there's a young chap on his uh, push bike. The road's been tar sealed by the looks of it. Uh, so it's nice and smooth. When I was uh, heading into town before, not far from the city myself, man, the traffic was just terrible. It's uh, Black Friday here. Sales are on. Every shopping nutter is out there on the friggin' motorway heading towards the malls of shops, strips, shopping strips, etc. It's taking off quite big, I would assume. But anyway, the, the flipping traffic was terrible. Coming back from a few other places, it wasn't so bad. So interesting to see how the combination of uh, get in quick using uh, traditional advertising and online advertising uh, pushes online sales as well as bricks and mortar. Trouble with bricks and mortar? Bloody difficult to get in in times of congestion, bottlenecks, uh, shopping nutters all over the place, uh, people that um, have got no business on the road, on the road jamming it up whilst other people carry on their normal business, which can include construction. Uh, I saw one part of Walker where there was a large truck, main freight truck, blocked most of the street while the selfish bastard bloody driving it had uh, decided to um, load up or unload his own things. Couldn't give a toss about anyone else. And whether or not that happens in other places is debatable, but the thing is you, you need some type of uh, authority over these people to say, look, you're blocking up half a main road here. If you do it, you're going to face the consequences, which is, you know, you're going to get fined or something. But you see things like that. Uh, you'd say the height of ignoramus activity, but then again, you look at it, well, is that, is that person actually doing something wrong? It may well be that that person's well within his rights to park a truck in a lane and there's only two lanes of a main thoroughfare on a day like today and uh, be perfectly legitimate. I would doubt it myself, but hey, what am I? I'm just a guy who tries to think logically and sensibly. Um, I may fail sometimes, but I like to use what's called common sense. Whatever that is, is what we think that a normal person would, without being reckless or foolishly, uh, you know, foolhardily, foolhardily, whether that person would go ahead and do it without a thought of the consequences. Uh, consequences. So anyway, that's not a rant. That's just a, a slice of human behaviour today, which is great. If I was uh, running the town, I would make sure that that type of crap behaviour didn't, didn't occur often, and if it did, the perpetrator uh, was fined or something similar. In other words, make it smooth. That is another thing. What does the average person actually do? What does the average person actually think? Well, we're going to find out. Been to a few uh, different things this week, which has been very interesting, meeting other people, etc. Well, what does the average person who's not a businessman do? What do they think? And I, I think in days of this, this, I mean, there's a guy beside me, obviously he's a young guy, he's got uh, crap music playing, all good music, how can I tell? Well, it just sounds like a jumble, like a noise to me. But where he is in his environment, his mobile environment, 
Sounds pretty good. Now that's great. So the average person, are they interested in anything more than themselves? I think yes. I think they're interested in protecting themselves, their family, and to a degree, the country that we live in. Uh, with the COVID disease um, out and about, a very, very sad uh, story to be sure. And, and we all hope, we hope and pray that this type of uh, infectious activity is on the wane and, and stops and, and people can survive it. So I think everything's changed because of COVID. I think your mindset as a person's changed. And I think that uh, there comes a realization that you're lucky to be okay. Others are totally unlucky and they're in a lot of danger. So how does that affect the person's mindset? Well, there's a lot of people who don't have a job anymore or have reduced income or might even have to sell a house, sell a car, sell a house, do various things. Why? Because COVID is affected. I know uh, for sure that one of our things that we do, one of our businesses, probably got to have got a hope in hell of surviving uh, given the current climate unless you take a change of direction. And that is you give people what they want and what they need. So wanting and eating, we've discussed this before, but as you know, wanting and eating are two different things, two separate things, but quite often the needs are there, but the wants drive the wants and also can drive the needs. So does the average person in this COVID world we live in still have the same wants and desires? And today's evidence would be yes. They still want to get those bargains. They still want to buy that food processor or that uh, ski gear or whatever it is that they're after that's you know down 50% or whatever it is. Big ticket items, more I don't know what's gonna what's gonna be selling the most we'll soon see I suppose. But the point is people still want things. They still want to and they're desirous of of certain things if they are priced right. And in a an occasion like uh, Black Friday, whatever that actually means, I presume it's something to do with uh, Thanksgiving, but we're using when I have Thanksgiving, but um, whether it's to do with Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Singles Day, whatever these these days that keep popping up like there's no tomorrow, uh, most literally, what does it actually mean to people? It means an excuse to go there and start shopping. Whether you're a shopping nutter or not, you'll turn out to be one because you're hammered with this advertising. So very good that people are out there and about. That gives a little bit of normality, even though it's abnormal. Gives a little bit of normality. And the next thing is Christmas. It's near the end of November. Obviously, the Christmas decorations are up in different places everywhere. Even though people may not have a job, may not have access to the money that they had before, they're not able to travel overseas. So where do they go? Well, they probably go domestically, if they go at all, which is inside New Zealand itself. North Island, South Island, or they stay at home. Now, if you stay at home and do the garden, mow the lawns, pull out the weed eater, do pull out the trowel and start planting a few things and relaxing, having a few beers at home or Canadian Club or whatever it is that you drink at home with a gazebo on top or a uh, something to shade you from the from the sun, whether there's a uh, a tent or a tarpaulin. That's not a bad life either. 
that's a pretty good life in, in my book. Be able to relax with family, have some chaff, and uh, you know, just be aware that it's a, it's been a hard year, harder for many other people. Um, so you should be able to feel very grateful for what you've got. And if you can't go away uh, overseas, which you probably can't at the moment, or very limited, the uh, your choices are very limited, um, and you may or may not be in the position to travel to Queenstown or Rotorua or Wellington or wherever it is that you would like to go to, and you're staying home, well, that's not too bad at all, is it? I mean, you know, you think about it, people who moan and groan about that, that's pretty bloody pathetic. When you've got a home to stay in, a, a lovely, lovely country to play in, and uh, you've got a few beers or whatever it is that you do to relax, drink, smoke, whatever it is, have something to eat with your family and enjoy the weather or go to a beach. That's a pretty, I mean, it, it is like a holiday. And if you're working, then you'll enjoy your time off. And if you're not working, well, I would advise enjoy yourself. You know, it's bad, but it's not as bad as people who went through the Second World War from 1939 to 1945. Imagine that. All those years of war, my goodness, not coming home. And, you know, seeing all your friends and, you know, colleagues, comrades, you know, uh, in bad ways. So my advice is be very, very happy with what you got if you hang around home and Christmas and you're able to enjoy yourself with the family. Be bloody uh, top of the world for you. Happy as Larry. Because you've got nothing to worry about, really, compared to what other people have. And if you're looking about business, okay, what's the mindset of people? Can we afford Christmas like we have in the past? I would say it's a pretty hard ask to get people to fork out, you know, hundreds if not thousands of dollars um, on a uh, on a Christmas spree where you're buying many, many toys and many, many things. Perhaps it's time to be a little bit more frugal buy something perhaps more meaningful than gratuitous and remember that a lot of people may have to sell their house next year I don't know if they will but house prices in New Zealand moment are rocketing through the roof like there's no tomorrow it's it's unbelievable the house prices my own personal opinion is you can't go on forever people say I can well what are you going to do spend 10 million dollars on houses just a a normal friggin' house in a normal suburb? I don't think so. There will be there will be a correction, as they so quaintly put it. Um, how that's going to pan out? Well, we've got a lot of Kiwis returning to New Zealand. So long as they continue to do so, there probably will be a, uh, a popularity in buying houses. It'll be quite contestable. You going to make an offer or in an auction because of that? There's very little immigration at the moment, as far as I know. But then again, we don't know really, do we? And immigration does drive house prices. Immigration does drive the economy. There's no doubt about that. And you can bring in a lot of people with money and things change. But the question from my point of view is, people have to sell their houses next year because they can't afford the mortgage. If the mortgage holiday is only basically a respite 
In other words, you still owe the back, the back, uh, the back payments. Personally, if I wanted to keep a whole lot of houses in the same hands, I would say, well, how about we just write those two years off or that year off? We just have a stopgap scenario. It's it stopped in uh, say April 2020 and didn't start again until maybe April 2021 or even the end of 2021 without any penalties. Now that would be pretty bad, but hey, it might save a lot of uh, customers in the bank, and it certainly might save a lot of um, people's houses. Now, as regard to buying and 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 houses well that's market forces but as regard to building houses well we've got lots of things in Auckland where houses are being demolished people are being relocated in the in the place of say eight or nine houses you've got 50 odd units being put up that's a pretty hard way of doing things because it's a strain on the infrastructure I would perhaps looking at that point of view I would suggest that a, a better way may well be to uh, create um, basically new new areas which had um, which had um, areas of land where you could build um, schools where you can build uh, shopping areas or strips or uh, public uh, public reserves etc and plonk houses there. So in Auckland's case, you head towards south or head towards north or west, and you say, let's plonk a house uh, or set of houses on there. Let's get um, a few hectares, a few hundred acres, a few hundred um, hectares, and let's start building new townships, satellite towns. And let's create the new infrastructure, uh, the, um, the stormwaters, etc., etc all the services so that the people who are going to buy in that area are basically buying a new house in a new area where it's not straining on the um, all the services including the stormwaters, the drainage systems etc. I would like to think that that's quite a possibility if the government in particular has a lot of land. Also I would look at what the uh, New Zealand government did I believe in the late 30s when they first started off what we call now housing for houses. Um, as far as I know, the government employed carpenters and architects and builders. When I say builders and carpenters, I mean, they're not necessarily the same thing, although you may think they are. So you got guys that were really capable of doing their jobs and they used quality materials. And a lot of those housing corp houses, as we call them now, but a lot of those state houses were in fact um, taking a year to build. That's right, a whole year, because what they'd do is they would uh, dry out the uh, floor for six months etc. I had a very interesting conversation I must find some more people I, I can interview them. Terrific how these people built those houses and those houses are oh, man they're pretty cool they they got good bones as people like to colloquially declare but um, instead of having a whole lot of developers out there doing the thing which is fine my my mind would be get the government employing people like a Ministry of Works scenario, Ministry of Housing, and these people, what they do is they build houses continually and they build them well. And they get paid an hourly wage. They're not driven by market forces. And, uh, and as long as it's pretty above board, 
and there's no funny business, then you should be able to have a whole lot of quality houses built at a certain cost that shouldn't escalate left, right and centre. So there we are. Government buys land of itself, if it's got it. It creates satellite townships that has their own infrastructures, whole towns, new ones, new schools, new parks, etc, etc, etc. All the services, including the, 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 uh, the drainage systems, are all created to handle those very amount of houses, homes, etc. And the people that build those houses or those homes are government. Government people who are employed. They have a job all the time. Not We've got a terrible history of some of the houses that were built in the 90s and the 2000s here. Oh my goodness, there's some shocking stories of horrible builds with the people who built them have buggered off somewhere. You know, there are very few good stories. Uh, because we don't have any capital gain tax and people can own 5 million houses if they want around here. This is very much a case of the haves and the have-nots, as, as per usual. And this leads to a lot of bitterness for people who can't, um, can't rent at an affordable rent and various other things. But this way that I'm talking about, yes, I think you could alleviate a lot of the situation by having homes available. Now, notice I didn't say whether these homes would be an affordable price. reason being I didn't say that is that I believe in Germany they don't buy houses, they rent in the main. So, you know, you can figure out, well, do we sell these houses or do we rent them out to people? Again, another discussion. And uh, is the government there to make a profit? Well, no, I don't think so. So those houses should, in effect, be cheaper, shouldn't they? They should be better quality and they should be cheaper. So have a think about that. Most of you people listening, and you'll be many more listening once I actually start to interview someone more interesting than, than talking myself. Um, have a think about that if you're that way inclined or you have uh, some interest in, in what we're talking about, about building houses. So before I take off, and I will be taking off shortly, what I'd like you to do, wherever you are, is uh, think about the type of content that uh, I'm doing. And uh, drop me a line. Flick me a message somehow if you listen to this on Spotify, etc. Maybe you can't, but uh, however you can. I'm beautiful New Zealand on Instagram. Don't use it much, but we'll have to train myself to do so. Beautiful NZ on Twitter. And my name's Darren Hunter. So uh, it's a couple of Darren Hunters on um, Facebook with my my face on there. One is just a personal Facebook page, and the other's.